we are back. Welcome to Stalking Spurs, the podcast that's 40-ish minutes of football-adjacent frivolity. My name is Patty, and I'm here joined by my co-host, Acid. How are you, Acid? Hey, Patty. Oh my As gosh. you can probably hear, <laughs> my voice isn't at 100%. Oh I'm, my just, I'm just sick of all this winning, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what a time to feel sick and alive. What are these jokes we casually throw into the either? Yes, we are winning. And this time around, you, you, you sense the happiness in our voices, even yes. if, you know, three in a row. But we'll get to that in a bit with football correspondent Toby. We wanted to give you a little sneak peek of what's coming up in the episode. So, you know, we've got a couple other things because when the team is good, the content is good. And we will be tackling what Sunny smells like. I know this is a podcast mm-hmm. and this is not, this is a, audio medium and yet we're going to be talking about the sense of smell so that should be fun um and when you smell like sunny what can you get away with Hmm. plus welcome to nightclub spurs where the vibes are just so damn good which you will get to in a bit but of course we will end this episode with bb of the week so if you aren't following us on twitter and instagram please do at stalking spurs but now first off football we're joined by football correspondent toby how are you feeling Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good. <laughs> wow. Very loquacious today. I've also just woken up. So uh, let's see. Happy Sunday. If we're feeling kind of chill, let's kind of rile ourselves up first by recapping what's happened. So as we speak, as we speak on this Sunday, the 5th of November, we are the only undefeated team left in the league. <gasps> Last night, Arsenal finally lost, so ha, suck it, loser. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Miguel. We are the second on the table, only to Man City, and we have a game in hand. What? And in this episode, we're going to talk about the last three wins on the trot. 0-1 at Luton Town, 2-0 at Fulham, no, at home against Fulham, and at Crystal Palace, one Two honestly should have been zero two, but three points is three points. Holy cow! So, uh, po- what are presented what? with this evidence? What what are our thoughts and feelings? Yeah, it's just incredibly strong, isn't it? I mean, these aren't top six teams, so obviously we have to always caveat with we're not getting carried away. But <laughs> these these are games we would hope to win, and dare I say, expect to win. And we are. We're putting them away with, with some aplomb, looking very professional and getting some rotation in the squad as well. Davis started the last game as mm. well. We've had Hoybier mm. back in the starting squad. So that's a really good sign that kind of our rising tide is lifting all boats and everybody is is finding their kind of, you know, really good performances, working up to Van de Ven's level and Udogi's level and Romero's level. Like everybody wants to be in the elite now and it, it's it's working, I think. Yeah, and I know you you kind of started out by saying that these aren't like the top teams, but like I feel yeah, quote unquote top teams, but I mm. feel like the in the last few years we'd lose against <laughs> teams like these. So like for us to be like a contender and by contender I just mean contender for the top 4, mm, like we need mm, to be winning mm. as many of these games as possible. So wins against the top I'm- 6 fine, those are great wins, but the valuable ones are really the must-wins like these. 
Yeah, it was just, yeah for a lot, for several seasons, it's felt like you know we'll play out of our skins against the good guys. Like we all know our record against Man City and how terrified of us they are. But then we would kind of drop silly points against you know just promoted teams or that kind of thing. So this definitely seems like a total sea change. No, exactly, because it's like you know the Pareto principle, right? Or rather, twenty percent is what contributes to the eighty. But the reverse of that is also true. Like you can't just keep beating the top six six teams and losing to the rest the long tail. You need the long tail, in fact, because that is what's going to bring you up. And guys, yes. number two to Man City. Man City, this unbeatable behemoth that has like a crazy bench that has you know robot Holland, and like we're number two. What? When we started the yeah. season and we weren't sure about Ange and everybody was just like, well, you know what? Rebuild. Here we come. I thought it was going to be painful and I thought it was going to be slow. And I mean, do I love this feeling of winning? For sure. But I'm also freaked out. I'm freaked the fuck out because it's Chelsea up next. But before we get there, <laughs> I'm just so happy because not only do we get like really lovely playing and style of football, but we get like goals from Van de Van who was like... What at Luton Town and it's like give him a hug and then when Bentoncourt came back and how the whole team rallied behind him it was just super duper sweet and I love this kind of energy I love seeing people smiling I love just the team vibes and yeah I fucking love winning so (laughs) I'm not gonna say no to that and yeah could we should we should we be thinking about this should we be discussing it should there be a record of us thinking we are contenders for top four for top four I don't know but I'm really liking it, Acid and Toby. I really am. The vibes are just so good. Like, I'm so, I'm really excited to watch games. I'm enjoying watching games and I'm not like Mm. kind of out of anxiety looking at my phone half the time. (laughs) I'm actually (laughs) engaged because I know good things are going to happen. So, yeah, it's just Toby. You mentioned you mentioned the rotation of the squad and how Ben and Hoybe are also starting, and I, I think that's like I think that's what I noticed with Quante and like how he just had one squad and that was it. They were that he got into the top eleven and that's you're starting and that's it. But like we see, Ricardos are now starting again, and before he was um, coming off the bench. Like, what are your vibes on this squad rotation? Considering I I wasn't sure we even had squad depth. Yeah, I think it's great, and I think. It demonstrates from Ange that he's he's not content just with how things are and he wants to rotate people in and keep them competing with each other and you could see on the touchline the other day he was getting quite frustrated frustrated with Richarlison for some some kind of missed touches and that kind of thing and I forget which performance it was it might have been might have even been Fulham because in mm. the second half we just let them have one too many chances and Poch, sorry, Poch. Um, Ange was saying like, yeah, we can, we can definitely do more, and um, yeah. So I, I don't think he's going to rest on his, on his hunches at all. Like he, he wants the best performance of the team, regardless where we are in the table. I mean, the Freudian slip there of our former father um, is a great transition <laughs> into what's coming up next. Toby, for some reason, the spirits came over you and decided to come out of your mouth, Pochettino, yeah. and we are facing our original father, Papa Poch, um, Mauricio Pochettino's Chelsea at home. So big game, um, 4 a.m. on my side of the world. Unsure if I will wake up, but, you know, we're going to try. And it's going to be the first time he's back at our stadium. This is the first time we're meeting him after he was sacked, at least that we know of. They have not been our easiest games and although we are not at Stamford Bridge I think a home game is something 
I don't say we can't lose, but like it will be just so sweet if we drew at the very least. And they're not doing very well. So thoughts mm-hmm. on Chelsea before we move on to like just predictions. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident. I think it's been up and down over the past few years. Often when we go to Stamford Bridge, it's quite a bit harder. We do have trouble there. Um, but I think at home over the past couple of years, we've we've had some pretty good performances. I remember kind of three, four years ago. But uh, anyway, we used to they they used to just come out the much better side, much more confidence, boss us around physically and tactically, etc. But I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think we're going to be playing confidently. I think we've got physical players as well. Um, I think we're going to stick to our strategy and play out of the back. We've had some exceptional passing over the past few games. And I think there's a chance we'll run circles around them. And I, I don't think they have a lot of goal-scoring threat. And considering how our defensive unit is at the minute, I think they're going to really struggle to to get behind us. I mean, he is the football correspondent for a reason, and I should just trust. And you know what? I'll be asleep through the game anyway, so I shouldn't worry. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm actually really excited because apart from Chelsea at home, we will be playing Wolves away. Tottenham, Tottenham, we're playing Tottenham, we're playing Villa um, <laughs> at home, and then Man City away, which I shouldn't be worried about, that's in December, but what is this future self of ours, but at least this, these upcoming games in November, um, thoughts, feelings, predictions, and guys, take note, we've been winning every single game, or at least we haven't lost. Knock on wood, knock on every wooden surface. Oh. Exactly. I think V from the Lane said that this is like there was only one game or so where we uh, only had one goal. We've been averaging two-ish. And you can mm-hmm. see it at least for the past three games, right? Our scoreline has been pretty great. We've had clean sheets and we've had not had clean sheets, but Vic has been amazing. And thoughts, guys, because I'm shaking. I mean, honestly, I'm just thinking of Chelsea. I can't think of anything else right now, but... Uh, I think there's a definite advantage we have as well. I mean, there was a a great Newcastle-Arsenal game last night, and um, Newcastle managed to boss it. And it was a really physical, well-fought game, but Newcastle had a tough Man U matchup in the League Cup. They've got Dortmund uh, this week. They had a tough Champions League game last week. So we're pretty lucky we get to focus on these these important matchups like Chelsea and because we've, we've seen that Sun and Madison have both kind of taken knocks over the past few weeks, and we need to be quite careful with them and make sure they don't, mm. you know, run run out of steam too much because they're going to be absolutely crucial. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling really optimistic for the Chelsea match. I think uh, maybe maybe 3-0. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. I I, I I don't mind. You know what? Give Sunny a... You know what? That's 3 nil with just Sunny, And then another <laughs> extra three for like, I don't know, give Madison one, give give a couple folks others. Richarlison, yeah. why not? Richarlison, give him, give him, yeah. give him a braise. Why not? Um, yeah, all right. Kulu Al- hasn't scored in a couple matches, so he's, he's due for one, I think. He's been working so hard and he's so unselfish as well. I think in the most recent match, there's a time he could have just pulled the trigger and he's still looking to lay it off and create chances for others. So that's a really good sign because it just means our goals are coming from absolutely everywhere. We love we love Kulu. Acid, thoughts on Chelsea? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna piggyback on the good vibes, and I I think I think we have a shot at winning, and I think even like a draw would be fine. I think we're gonna win, but I would accept a draw, and largely because I want to at least one better Arsenal mm. streak of like not undefeated. Yeah, of being undefeated. So I just I just Ooh. want us to be undefeated for longer by one. They are undefeated. That's true. And That's true. Is this fine. is. That's good. Okay. All right. I'm liking it. You know what? I'm going to say like a 2-0 because you've been doing twos and I'm, I want a clean sheet. Nice. I want Vic to be happy. So that's out of the way. Wonderful. We all know that at least one third of the points is maximum. Um, <laughs> thoughts for the rest of the of the month ahead? Um. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd want us to be able to win against Wolves away and win against Aston Villa at home. I think it's the Man City one that I'm willing to yeah. bargain. And I know that we are their bogey team, but I'm willing to lose points here just for peace of mind. Like, I yes, find yes. the pressure of us being at the top of the table yes. enormous. It's too much. And I think I, yes, it is too much. And I don't want to happen to us what happened to Arsenal last season where they were at the top the entire season and then they crumble at the end. I know. I don't want that for us. It would be perfect, Acid, because if we do lose to if, 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 not when, if we lose to Man City, it's because they're the number one club. Like, we were bound to lose to someone. So I would rather a worthy opponent. But you know what? Maybe we won't because we are their bogey team. So I don't know. But it is at the Etihad. So who knows? I am waffling here. Toby, your thoughts, Asset, is clearly on a maximum points minus Man City. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think Wolves are, are very takeable. We can we can get them. I think Aston Villa is absolutely a key match. They have proven to be the real deal. Watkins won't stop scoring. They're kind of somebody we need to to be ahead of to get top four this year. So, I, yeah, I completely agree. I think if we can beat Villa, then I won't really care what happens at City. It would be just nice to watch. All right, then. Maximum points for all of us minus City, which means that's just maximum points. We continue the undefeated streak until we meet the number one team in the league, which maybe, we don't know. It's an if. It's an if. It's not a when. It's an if. All right. Toby, thank you so much for joining us again and giving us some calm in this pre lead up to Chelsea where I am shitting my pants but now I'm just chill I'm just chill all right thank you thank you so much Toby hey and welcome back now that football is out of the way it's time to discuss you know the more important things to us and in this segment we're going to talk about of course Sonny and we're going to answer the question what does Sonny smell like have you ever wondered what he smells like I mean, honestly, he looks clean even when he's powers, when he's sweaty. And I think that is a marker of smelling good. Like, you know, he showers often. You know, he's not, as they would say, dugyot. Like, he just looks clean. And so, yes, I've always wondered what Sunny smelled like. Especially when you watch Sensational. And he kind of showed us, like, that split second of his, like, his drawer that had his, like, beauty All products. Lamer, yes. So that kind of like, you know, jolted me to like, oh, what does Sunny smell like? Well, now we have, we have answers. We have cold, (laughs) hard facts. Thanks to, (laughs) thanks to GQ. So check out this link to an interview with Sun on um, GQ UK. And obviously this is the spawnest of cons. The interview is boring (laughs) as hell. The video that comes with it is super half-assed. Honestly, try harder GQ. 
And maybe Samsung try a little less because it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Uh, no one. I'm the only person who watched this entire video because it was just totally spawn gone. Anyway, this video does reveal that Sunny's favorite scent is Biredo's Blanche. And he allegedly brings the body wash around with him in his kit bag. Wow. So whenever we see Sunny with his little kit bag under his... No. In his elbow, under his arm, the crook of his arm, there is Blanche body wash in there. Also, if it's a body wash, does that mean he carries with him a loofah? And does he put the loofah in a Ziploc? Because how do you bring the loofah back home? It's wet. Sorry, these are questions in my mind whenever someone... No, do not apologize. (laughs) These are really good questions. And I'm wondering now... So yeah, does he have a loofah? Or yeah. is there... Because then it's it's wet. And like, yes. how do you bring it home? Or yes. does he have like an arrangement with the kit team? Exactly. they always have a loofah ready Provide for him, him a loofah. I think it's the latter. Let's be real. Sonny is not going to wet his other things and put the used loofah or, you know, whatever that is you call it. That spot, that, you know, that little um, yes. net thing. He's not going to put that. And I don't think Sonny's going to carry around... Uh, a little uh, Ziploc to carry his loofah. Yeah. Maybe there is a loofah provided by the his, In his like toiletry bag that costs like 15,000 so pounds. No, <laughs> you're not putting anything wet in there. Never. Exactly. Never. Justice, by, just, justice by Rido Blanche. Okay, tell me more about this scent. Yeah, okay, I, I'm ready to tell you more. If you'd like to smell like Sunny, do you know how much this will cost you? It costs 50 GBP. For the 255 ml bottle, that is a what? whopping 85 SGD for amount for an amount that's just double what you're allowed in carry on. It's I a can't lot. even carry this on. Like I mean, I'm sure the carry on would even be more expensive because they usually do like you know the you know when it's a little more. It's not the commensurate amount, right? When they scale yeah. up because they want you to buy the bigger ones. But wild. That's a lot of yes. money for a body it wash. Is. I, I'm is. already a bit guilty when I go for like the classier dove that's like eight bucks. And I'm like... <laughs> the one with the gold trim. Yes, with the, the gold dove. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My Which body is like, wash is... Yeah, yeah, treat yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're at fair price. You want to splash out. Exactly. You're like, you know what? Let's go get the premium dove. Uh, now, after seeing this price, fuck yeah. Okay, so cool. I can smell like Sunny for yeah. a mere 85 Singapore dollars <laughs> for a 255 ml bottle. Wild. Okay. Yeah, but if you want to go straight to the, um, uh, how do I pronounce this? Eau de Parfum. It's oh, is it 100 O. Oh, de Parfum. I actually, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, de Parfum. We should have, I should have Googled this before it's saying okay. it, but now there's a recording of me mispronouncing it. But anyway, whatever the, the hell it is, yeah. the parfum, it is 140 GBP, 140. That Wild. is a full 234 SGD for this fragrance. Again, that's wild by just normal human standards, but this is sunny. You know, yeah. and Sonny is known to have expensive tastes and he should treat himself. He works hard for this money. Um, yeah, if you want to spend this much, dude, go ahead. Enjoy. Knock yourself yeah. out. And that's for 50 ml. That's like <laughs> three and a half spritz. <laughs> Although it is the parfum and supposedly the parfum is, you know, more intense and potent than the toilet. 
And so the toilet version is like they, they fade faster, supposedly. So yeah. the parfum, you might be getting bang for your buck here because you don't have to spray as often because it sticks to you longer. It's oil-based as opposed to like water-based, which is the toilet. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it means. Yeah, yes. I've, I've definitely heard this, but you'll be shocked. Later, we're going to talk about how much of this <laughs> he actually applies to his body and it'll change your perception. Anyway, anyway, before that, we'll pin that first. So he goes on to, in the video, goes on to talk about two more colognes that he has. I think, uh, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but this uh, Biredo is like, I, I think it's like a vanilla-based scent because he says okay. it's his favorite scent. So oh, anyway, okay. um, he, he has two more colognes on top of that. And you can just imagine oh, wow. <clears throat> how vanilla-like he smells. Yeah. yeah. So he's kind Sweet. of like a scent layering kind of guy. He says, okay. in the video, I love the smell of vanilla. As uh-huh. he produces this bottle of Tom Ford Vanille Fatal Cologne. Oh wow! Um, okay, so that's yeah, the second so cologne now that we've mentioned, and uh, yes, because we're weird and this is what we do. We also look this up, and and most like UK retailers, Selfridges, Harrods, this thing is sold out. <laughs> I wonder why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sunny's ordering it all. <laughs> but in Takashimaya, Singapore. This shit costs 450 SGD, which is wild. I think our taxes and duties here is insane. But that's insane. Because when I was younger and obsessed with another thing called NSYNC, I read this J14 article or something similar to this, maybe SpawnCon, who knew? Um, that JC's cologne favorite was Gucci Envy of Tom Ford fame, anyway. I think it was Tom Ford at that time. Point is, I saved up my allowance to go buy the knockoff version of Gucci Envy at Green Hills. And you know what? One, it smells good. Two, it's still sitting in my closet in Manila. So <laughs> I see where Sunny is coming from on the Tom Ford trade. And you know what? I may just look for knockoff versions in Chinatown of Tom Ford Vanille Fatal because it's sold out anyway. Not like I had a chance. Yeah. It's time to check Green Hills or Shopee for that. <laughs> But but wait, there is more. So he pulls out another scent. And this time, it's, it's like a... He kind of describes it as an under-the-radar brand. He claims Ooh. to not even know this brand of cologne. And he says that he's been using this since his Hamburg days. Wow. Doesn't know the brand. Says it's hard to find. He says he once saw a player using it, so he tried it himself too. <laughs> and it is also vanilla-based. No way! That's three vanillas! Yes, vanilla. He layers his scents, and it's all vanilla. But is it really layering if it's all the same scent? I know that the top <laughs> notes will be different. Sure, who knew we were such perfume experts here? But supposedly, when you layer scents, they have to be different scents, right? So that it's a layer. But if you're just layering vanilla, you're a cake. Like, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Sunny, to... I'm not surprised. Yeah, not surprised. So we'll have to like find samples of these. Um, yeah. If you kind of zoom into the front of this mystery bottle, it says Vanitas on it. Okay. So I'm guessing that's the brand. If anybody Versace. knows of this. Vanitas oh. Versace. We, that was the quickest Google search in the world. <laughs> then how does he know? I don't believe he doesn't know this brand. He doesn't know Versace. Under the under, at least when you search Vanitas, the first thing that comes out is Versace. So, and it's a perfume. 
Weird. Is someone under maybe one of his clothing sponsors doesn't want him to say the brand, you know? That's fair. Actually, In the same that way that he can't take selfies with an Apple phone, right? That's also true. Sonny has a lot of restrictions in his life. All right. So three vanillas. That's fantastic. Yeah. So now you're probably wondering, okay, so how does how does Sonny put on all of these fragrances? <laughs> and honestly, the sweetest part of this video is where he demonstrates how he puts on cologne. What? He does, he does. It's cute. You, you should watch it. Okay. Basically, it starts out normally. He sprays them <laughs> on his wrists. He sprays on his wrists. He sprays on his neck. Okay. And then he finishes by... So he's holding the, the bottle and he sprays it up into the air above his head. Above him, so it's, okay. He, yeah, so he launches the fragrance up above his head, and then he twirls as the droplets come down. <laughs> wow, he must live yeah. in a vacuum where there is no other air source for it to blow this very expensive yeah. perfume away from him. Yeah. Um, he must have yeah. a perfume room that's like airtight, <laughs> right? He you must, know what? For that must. alone, this video is a must-see. I I love it. I I can't. I, I you can smell Sunny for sure. I I that's a lot of perfume, and he is going through these is, things like is. crazy. Wild. Yeah, actually, I tried this method, and it's it's intense because you get super <laughs> fragranced, and like I felt like I got most of the droplets on my face. Exactly. So I feel like throughout the day, I was like my head they, was in like a bottle of cologne. It's intense. <laughs> But was it by Rido? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when you smell as good as Sunny, I feel like you can do whatever the fuck you want. And true enough, we have stalked him to eternity. And two of these videos came up on my Twitter feed and I shared them right away with Acid. And thanks to Constance Coys, our constant source of Sunny content. She's She's amazing. You have to check out these two videos. They're like literally 15 seconds each. And they are during games in the middle of it. And I can't explain it to you. It's basically Sunny flirting with everybody. <laughs> and so um, we always knew Sunny was charming as fuck. And his charms are clearly working on this ref. And it's really, it's pretty crazy to watch this. Because what he's doing is he's doing is a little like, you know, little banter with the ref. Who usually you're not at good terms with um, during a game because they're usually calling terrible calls. Um, and then the, the ref is smiling, a flirty smile, and Sonny is literally walking away. You know what? You think that's the end of the video? No. The ref walks after him, runs after him, grabs his arm. It sounds a bit assaulty. It's not. Um, two consenting adults. But is it like some subtle negging or like whatever? Because they are into it. There is laughing. There is flirtation. The ref walks away, super duper charmed. And you know what? One day, when that ref retires, the first thing he's going to do is, one, tell his grandkids about, you know, how Sonny, you know, and him are flirting on the pitch. And two, call Sonny to be like, yo, can we be friends? Guys, it is 15 seconds of bliss. Sonny is stroking his hair, like telling the guy, like, yeah, I'm going to give you my number. Walks away. No, I'm not. Um, it's just so cute. Sonny is... Ugh, I love this, this captain, is, Captain Sunny. Yeah, it's this is blatant. If I were the opposing team, I would be livid because it's it's obviously exerting some form of influence, very subtle influence on this ref, because he talks to him, he starts to walk away, the ref follows him, 
So obviously, like, I, I don't know, like, I, I really, I think that's a subtle neg trying to make the ref work for his approval there. I love Something's it. Happening. Something's I, happening. It is pretty crazy because the ref really looks like he's inviting him to have drinks at the pub. Like, hey, a bunch of us are going after. You want to come? Like, yeah. and Sonny's like, yeah, yo, bro, I, I can't, I can't. And he's like, no, no, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Like, I don't blame this ref either. If I had two seconds with Sonny, I would flirt the fuck out. I mean, I wouldn't say it's pretty. It ain't gonna be pretty. But I would just throw myself at him. So this is as much throwing as he can do as a respectable quote-unquote referee, you know? So that's video one, guys. Video one of Sonny exerting that K-pop Sonny charm. He is so good at this. And video two, guys, I'm not kidding. It's not just the refs he flirts with. It's also the team doctors of the opposing team. So at the Crystal Palace game... Sonny is seen flirting, and I, I can't, there is no other word to describe this, but with the team doctor of a Crystal Palace um, doctor. So the Crystal Palace, there's somebody, on the, there's somebody on the ground. There's a Crystal Palace player on the ground. You can't see him because he's cut off, but his leg is there. And the doctor literally looks away from the player who is injury he has been treating to interact with Sonny. And honestly, if I were the Crystal Palace player, I would be super duper pissed. Like, dude, I am the person you should be paying attention to. Me and my treatment, not Sunny. But then can you blame this doctor? You can't. But what Sunny does next is even wilder. And I'm not saying this in like a BuzzFeed type article. Um, he takes the water bottle off the bag, off the doctor, off the opposing team, and he drinks from it. Like, what is this like power play? This like dominate, you know, like a do domineering assertion of like, Oh, well, I'm sunny. I'm cute. I can do this. And then after drinking from it, I guess he realizes like, oh, you know, there are other people there. He offers to the ref. Oh, my God. I'm like, what is happening? This is just like sunny. I love it. I don't know if this was like conscious, unconscious, soft power, influence. I'm all for it. But also, do he and Ange laugh about this? Like, you know, as captain and manager, like, yo, Sonny, that was a good thing you did with the ref. Like, I love it, mate. I love it. Whatever it is, keep it up. I'm, I'm impressed. More videos like this, please. <laughs> <laughs> but when we are back, BB of the week. See you then. Hey, and we are back. Welcome to the final segment of the show. Actually, no, it is the final segment, Baby of the Week. But before we get to Baby of the Week, we just want to wanna drop in on the Spurs nightclub, where it's just a great party atmosphere, you know? I'm sure if you're a Spurs fan, you've seen this quote going around the socials. Basically, Ange has been saying that the general yes. sentiment is that other teams want their stadiums, their home stadiums, to be fortresses. And mm. ours is a nightclub because the vibes are just so good. And everyone <laughs> is, everyone's tempted to dream. Mm. And, you know, to quote one of the great poets of our time, Michael Bolton, I don't want to know the price I'm going to pay for dreaming. Oh. Because I, like, so we've all been Spurs fans long enough to know that this city can't last forever. One mm. day, possibly soon, we're going to mm -hmm. come back down to earth. And I just want to say that fear is familiar. We live in that fear but mm. let's stick a pin in that. And for now, let's just enjoy things. And I want to approach this in a way that 
that when we do come back down to earth, we like mm. kind of contentedly say, don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. <laughs> and I want to point to, you know, <laughs> some words from Ange where he basically says, when we're thinking, can we dream? He says, yes, we can. Mm. I'm sure everyone also on Spurs Twitter has seen this video. But basically, he says, let them dream. We've been through a lot and we deserve to dream. So let's just enjoy this moment. I mean, honestly, I'm annoyed mostly with, like, I guess, Twitter. When am I not annoyed with Twitter? Because, like, I I get that, you know, it is very, it is quite early on in the season. Sure, we may not have faced all the big gloves, but we have. We have faced most of them. Um, And, like, we can't just enjoy. That's like the, I think they're calling it, like, the celebration police like, let us enjoy. Like, sure, will mm. we fall flat on our face later? Maybe. But who cares? Are we not allowed to enjoy? Anyway, sorry. I'm really sensitive about this because, yeah, I feel like we deserve to enjoy and uh, people mm-hmm. are being mean. Mr. Eklesher actually said it best. So this is Charlie Eklesher. We feel close um, from The Athletic. And he's telling us to really enjoy the moment. So he wrote this beautiful article at The Athletic. Um, and uh, if you're not subscribed, you should. It's actually quite a good deal. What? When are we getting... a uh, Uh, affiliate links for them we aren't so here we are clearly we like it so to quote it he says "Um, the fans can get carried away we want that we want the fans to dream it's not even just the fact that spurs are top of the league it's how they're playing it's who their manager is it's how likable the players are this is in many ways the really fun bit the start of the journey when it feels like anything is possible when everyone else is looking on enviously starting to worry that something is building Whatever happens from here and wherever you draw, you view on the answer is a pretty great position to be in. And it really feels like oh. when you first start becoming a fan of something. And this is kind of how I felt, right, at the beginning of it and what when we started this, oh my God, five, five years ago? Was it five years already? Holy yes. shit. When I first started this journey with you, Acid. And I mean, me later than you, but you know, like it's just nice. And it's nice to read this and kind of come full circle in a way. And you know enjoy the moment so it's been pretty good I'm, I'm enjoying myself yeah totally. I and I, I love the line about like uh, when everyone else is looking on enviously starting to worry that something is building like that gives mm-hmm. me goosebumps because mm. yeah, I'm sure that's that's happening and I love it something exciting is happening and you guys aren't part of it it's us <laughs> sorry I brought some negativity in there <laughs> no not at all I think we it manifests itself in different ways, right? Like sometimes we feel incredibly magnanimous. Sometimes we feel really petty. And you know what? We are allowed to feel whatever we want. So yes, enjoy. Our feelings are valid. Our feelings are valid. (laughs) All feelings are valid. Speaking of the most valid feelings in the world, we've come to our favorite segment of the episode. It is BB of the week. Acid. Um, I think I just need to call out that with this new squad we have going on, uh, our boys are the BBs, but you know, none of them, not a lot of them are having kids yet, but we do have a bunch of uh, Spurs babies, fur babies, babies in general, um, and we'd love to share them with you. So Acid, do you want to kick us off? Yes, yeah, we're going to kick us off with a fur baby. Um, so Benny Boo's Twiggy, check mm. out this image from his Instagram. So, so Ben is actually like a dad to human baby as well, <laughs> but he, he doesn't post about Ralph much. Never. You guys, you need to step that up. Mm-hmm. But for now, we'll have to make do. Not even make do because it is genuinely cute. Yeah. We're going to enjoy this photo from Ben's Instagram of Twiggy on his lap while he is reading a book, which we'll definitely check out on Goodreads. But that's <laughs> for later. Twiggy <laughs> is home. 
So if you were on Spurs Instagram or Twitter at all in the last month, you'll know mm. that there was a harrowing abduction yeah. ordeal involving wild, Katie. wild. Um, it, it, she was like was lost at a department store. Um, mm. They eventually like found uh, video footage of her being taken away by two women, and then eventually at the end of the day, uh, Ben posted a selfie from outside a police station announcing that their their dog Twiggy is found. So she's home. They're sharing a cute reunion moment, and it's it's everything. Oh man, that was pretty crazy when we when we saw that happen. Um, like I messaged, I was like, "What is happening?" And uh, I'm just glad it all ended well. So welcome back, Twiggy, and uh, you are definitely the, one of the cute fur babies that we've had. Speaking of other fur babies. Um, or we're not the last one, Twiggy. Uh, you've got to uh, protect this spot because Rocky is coming for your crown. Hoi Bie, um posted a super cute picture of him and his uh, dog, uh, Rocky. They seem to be in some forest type thing. He is crouching and so that they're in the same frame, obviously. Um, and his, co- his caption is, I'm told Rocky looks like me. Difficult to disagree. Super cute. He's a little scraggly little dog. And honestly, I, I don't personally see the resemblance. But you know what? Hoibs, it's okay. I, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Very cute. <laughs> I love it when they really treat like their fur babies like human babies. And all, all the respect for that. And I love it. Super cute. Super cute. I also shout out congrats to these awesome dog names. I think Twiggy and Rocky are re- are excellent. Solid. These quality, are solid quality names. dog names. So for now, we leave the fur babies behind and we go back into the world of human babies. So check out this <laughs> series of family photos of Cudi Romero, Karen, and Bibi Romero posing for some <laughs> home photos. What strikes me here is that nobody's really smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Check out these photos. I guess mom is kind of smiling in one of them, but these are really, these are serious photos. And there's this giant ass portrait of a tiger behind them. So I guess you're not like a wacky pose kind of family if that's your decoration. But yeah, lovely. (laughs) It's just, it's, it feels quite genuine. You know, it's not, it's posed, but not too posed. So yeah. Congrats. They're cute still. I mean, every family has their vibe. Um, and clearly, uh, the Romero fam is a, a little more... Uh, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Moving on, um, our next BB is, of course, as the whole world knows, we had a video drop for the uh, birth of the Emerson Royale baby. Um, and he's really cheesy, and I love that about him. He posted this super duper, and if you know this reference, uh, please uh, watch out when you stand up. Your back may hurt. Um, and Geddes moment. Uh, and instead of a flower, usually Anne Geddes, um, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, again, an episode filled with mispronunciation. Sorry about that. But she was a super popular like baby photog in like the 90s, wherein she would put mm-hmm. babies in like super cute outfits and like weird like pumpkin patches or like flowers or whatever. Flowers. Yeah. So here, instead of flowers, it is a toy World Cup trophy and football because obviously it's Royale. Um, and it's kind of cute. Uh, honestly, I, I, I know that babies are a bit like not, not super cute when they're first born. So I get that. This one... 
with the posing and all that, it was it, it is it it's got some merit. It's quite adorable, and because it is Emerson Royal, all the more so because his caption is in translation because I don't speak Portuguese. You are the greatest perfection in this world. Daddy loves you. Look at that. Very cute. Very very cute. <laughs> Wearing Brazil colors, just being. Yeah. A baby, because he yeah. is a baby. So I guess a baby's one month, because it has the one, you know, like the one in footballs. I don't know. Yes. Has it been a month? Potentially. All right. Cool. But finally, Asset, who do we crown? Oof. So this, this is a big one, because not only is this family winning BB of the Week, this family is also winning the Larice Family Memorial Award <laughs> for excellence in family-related content. <laughs> Because for a very long time, long-time listeners know that Marine uh, held the undisputed um, mm-hmm. top spot for best um, baby so. and family-related content on Instagram coming from a Spurs family. Um, and we know that they are kind of, they are on their way out. Uh, Hugo may be leaving us soon. Um, and in their place, it's, we have candidates, and this one is definitely a candidate. So they win this. Love um, it. Check out exquisite, exquisitely cute content from Kennedy Alexa, Madras's <laughs> partner. So and these photos are, yeah, Madison Soap. These photos are from, so a few weeks ago, Madras had this golf fundraiser, right, mm. for his charity. Um, and his family was out supporting him in full force, Super full cute. cuteness. Lots of photos of Kennedy Alexa holding uh, one of the one of the semi newborn twins more photos and videos of them with with a firstborn child just all super cute moments from the day I, I know I don't know their names yet I know one is like Delilah or something like that one of the twins but this 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 eldest boy this child is so adorable this is the child that matters posts on his TikTok being like do you like spurs more or rice crackers and honestly I don't know where this man has been all our life. Actually, I do. He was in Leicester. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just so nice to have him and his family as part of the Spurs club because, yeah, she is... Kennedy Alexa is taking on the, the, the gap and the huge crater that Marine Lloris has, you know, the shape that she has left in Spurs BB of the Week. And I'm so happy she's posting it because it's thirst traps and babies. And you know what? That is what a soap needs to give. So yes. I'm, I'm living for this. Congratulations to the Madison family um, and to uh, Kennedy Alexa. I love your name. Not, this is not a facetious and like sarcastic comment. I really do. And uh, we're so happy to have you on board as our winning soap and our most prolific lady of the week. So thanks. Congratulations. Um, and everyone, thanks for joining us. Uh, Kumbaya Master Toby, football correspondent and asset. It's been a pleasure once again. If you are not following us on our socials, we are at Stalking Spurs on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow, like, share with a friend, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Hopefully, maximum points when we do. Haha. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs.